0: Good morning from Milano. I'm sitting here reflecting on a really fun, cool experience I had this week. I decided that it was time to do a photo shoot to get fresh images. You know, I've been redoing the website and the photo that's staring back at me is a reflection of a past life almost. It's like I was in a different time and place in my life. I was a different person in 2014 or 2015 whenever that photo was taken. And I really want an image that reflects the modern, mature woman I am today, right? Of course, I called my buddy Eric, and I said, I'm looking for a photographer. And he said, here's the name of the woman that shot me for the New York Times. And he said, good enough for the New York Times, good enough for me. And I'm like, yeah, me too. Simply with that, I connected with the photographer. I don't even think at that point I Googled her. And the time comes for our chat. I tell her who I am, what I'm looking for. She tells me how she works. We start throwing out a few dates. And of course, the time comes to ask her about her fee. Now, I have absolutely no point of reference, nothing. And she starts giving me a couple numbers. And then she says something to me like, is that okay with you? Is that too much? And to be honest, my antenna started buzzing. And I said to her, well, what do you think is the fair price? And she immediately told me the price. And I said, perfect, let's go with that. And I could almost feel it through the phone when she sighed and said, thank you to me. So the day comes. And before I go on, let me just say, I still know nothing about her. And anyway, the moment I opened the door, the magic began. We had a lot of fun. And while we were working, I noticed the photographer asking my permission a couple of times throughout the shoot. And her sentence would start, is it okay? Do you mind? That kind of thing. So, anyway, at the end, we leave together. And as we're walking down the street, I think I said something to her, like, Would you be open to some feedback? And she said, Yes, I'd love it. And I said something like, I noticed that you stumbled when we got to talking about price on the phone. And she immediately said, Yes. And I noticed your response. And I pointed out to her that when I said the word fair, what do you think is fair? She didn't hesitate for a minute. In other words, she knows her value. And I said, I think it's really time that you own your worth, that you stand in your professionalism. Ah, And she said, I know I always stumble when it comes to money. I laughed and I said, Yeah, you and everybody else, but let me help you here. And I said to her, You immediately started negotiating with yourself. And when I asked you what you thought was fair, you didn't hesitate for a moment. You were quick, clear, and confident. And I tried to convey to her that as a client, I want to do something great. And my desire is that the professional, the person that has honed their craft, that has done the work, owns their worth and conveys their knowledge and their expertise and gives me confidence. I wanted her to be in command, to tell me what to do, to tell me what to expect and to make it an experience, which by the way she did, we had an incredibly fun time. And I said, when I called you, I already had the assumption that you were good that you were a solid professional. And you actually created a little bit of doubt for me at the very moment when I really wanted to hear the clarity and confidence of the professional who I was calling. Anyway, we went on, she said, you know, it's a cultural thing. Italians are always asking for a discount. And I laughed and I said, you don't think I know that? I know that. And I think you're over anticipating that and you start negotiating with yourself precisely at the moment when you have to be firm and clear. She was having anticipatory anxiety about how she was going to react when they asked her for a discount. And in anticipating that moment, she led with her unwillingness to feel uncomfortable and offered a discount before I even asked for it, which, as I told you at the outset, I didn't do. I want to end with something today that may seem a little bit unrelated to this story, but it isn't. It's about over anticipating other people's reactions. When we overthink someone else's reaction, and it can be also about the small things. We're afraid we're going to let somebody down because we changed our mind about going to dinner or, I don't know, going on vacation. And often our tendency is to say, I know you're going to be bummed about this, or I feel terrible, I'm letting you down. And even though that may be true, it's like you make it about the other person instead of simply stating the facts. I'm sorry. I need to get a good night's sleep. I'm going to have to ask you for a rain check for dinner. I think you get what I'm trying to say. It really does come down to catching yourself, right? It's funny because I used to always say, and I'm sure I still do sometimes, when I'm talking to someone else, I'll say, I know you're going to think, or I know you're going to say. And I remember one day, someone important in my life said to me, don't tell me what I think. And I remember I was like, whoa, you're right. And in fact, I was over-anticipating their response and it irritated them. And like I said, I'm sure I still do it sometimes, but I do try to catch myself. I realize it may seem somewhat related, anticipating someone asking you for a discount and letting down someone over dinner. But they're two sides of the same coin. In both cases, it's about our tendency to over-anticipate someone's reaction. It's not up to us to anticipate or determine somebody else's reaction, we can only own our side of the equation. And I guess really what it comes down to is when we know or suspect in advance that something is going to solicit an unwanted or an uncomfortable response, the best thing to do is to really stop for a minute. It really does come down to simply being clear and concise in what you've decided or what you want. And how you're communicating it. And it's best to make it all about that, not about the other person. In the case of the photographer, it's up to her to stand in her self-esteem and professional integrity. It's not up to others to confer that upon her. When you start negotiating your own professionalism or your own inner authority, you're conferring too much power on other people. It really comes down to us to stand in our choices and to stand in our truth. It really is that clear and simple. And it's not always easy. I think this is a challenge that we come back to in life over and over again. So there you have it. Before I end today, I would like to remind you that this Sunday, February 4th at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, is the first call for our rocket fuel group. If you've stumbled upon this and you're curious to know what that's all about, and if you'd like to be part of that, go on www.dearconstance.com. There's a page called Rocket Fuel, and there's a brief two-minute message to tell you what that's all about. So I hope to see some of you on Sunday. That's all for now. Until next time, from my heart to yours.